Hey guys, welcome to the show. This is Coffee, Conversation, and Coaching. I'm your host, Christian speaker and life coach, Rebecca Ann Perkins. Here, we do a little bit of Bible study, a little bit of Christian life coaching, and have some conversations about topics that really matter. Think of this as your place every week to just get discipled and to grow and know that the teaching that you're receiving is rooted in biblical truth. Ready to cut through all the self-help noise and all the quick fixes that really just waste our time? Good. Me too. <laughs> Let's get growing for your good, God's glory, and so that we can shine our light to a world that really needs it. Hey everybody, happy Monday to you. Welcome back to the show or podcast. I don't know what to call it, but here we are. Coffee, conversation, and coaching on a Monday. This is a coaching episode, a listen-in episode. So just a quick word. Um, Monica and I coached a couple years ago, and this is a check-in. So you get to be a fly on the wall in the situation of her just kind of telling me how how her growth has taken place, or should I say stuck <laughs> and, and shaped over the last couple years. And then just what she's dealing with now a little bit. Now we cover, we chase some rabbits and we cover a lot of things and I edited the episode to keep it a little bit short. So just know that uh, there's a lot of things in a coaching session that we can focus on. And I tried to keep it to just a few aha moments to share with you guys. Other things we kind of wrapped up throughout the end of the session that you guys don't fully get to hear here. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm loving the fact that you guys get to hear how other women think and grow and how brave they are. And just to kind of let you know that you're not alone in the world. We're all really the same. The power of what good questions can do. I mean, just, oh, there's so much equality <laughs> and humility. And I think a building of compassion and understanding when we get to observe basically private conversations like this. So again, I want to say a huge thank you for all of my clients who have been brave enough to record a session. And you guys have all come back to me over and over and over and told me how it's blessed you to listen in. So this one is is mostly just about her work life and stepping into leadership and getting over insecurities. So enjoy the episode shoot me an email or thoughts if you guys have any. If you want to tell Monica something, let me know and I'll I'll get the word to her. Anyway, I hope you guys have a really blessed week and I hope you enjoy our conversation. I was more prone to fall, like my, my go-to was the negative self-talk mm -hmm. and that's not really the case anymore, um, awesome. really at all. Yeah. That's awesome, <laughs> which I'm sure overall which is, helps your just like, yeah, feelings overall. You're probably experiencing more joy and more peace and all those things. Not that you don't still sometimes have um, overwhelming days or a lot to do or like, a, oh, shoot, I messed up. But it's quite amazing when when our inner voice changes, how just, you know, our energy increases and yeah. a lot of things shift. Absolutely. Yeah. And I guess that's what I was thinking too. Like at, at first I'm just like, 
wow, so that is that the only thing that I'm not like internally, you know, berating myself anymore? And and then I thought like, yeah, that's a big deal. I think that's a big deal because you're right, because it contributes to my joy and my peace. And where before it was like, yeah. I was like bashing, bashing on myself. And I remember one of the things, I don't know if it was something you asked me um, directly or if it was in some of the paperwork, but you said, um, if there was a question of, do I have limiting beliefs? And then I said, my answer was no, mainly because I didn't understand what that was. <laughs> I just yes. answered it without understanding. And then when we got into it more about talking what limited beliefs were, I'm like, oh yeah, for sure I have those. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I remember going through, I think that course with you too. Um, okay. Well, you, we're doing a little bit of a refresher now here just to kind of check up on some of that. And you mentioned you're still struggling with sometimes self-doubt, which is not really the same thing as a negative inner voice, but just having those moments where you're thinking like, yeah, what if my work isn't good enough? Um, tell me, just tell me more about those thoughts, like when they manifest and what they what they are, if you can recall them. So they do manifest in certain ways um, with work, um, with some social situations and um, what else? I think those are probably the two biggest ones okay. that they arise with. Um, let's start work wise. Let's start oh, sorry, yeah, with the work ones. What are the thoughts that, and like, they cross your mind and when do they cross your mind? Um, so the work ones are just, um, and I know these are maybe similar, but am I smart enough to accomplish this or to get this done? Mm -hmm. Are the other people in the meeting going to think that I don't know what I'm speaking about? Um, is the work that I complete for this project is it going to be good enough is it going to like meet the expectations or is it not going to be good enough and so so it's it's thoughts like that yeah that i'm like uh okay i so then when i so like if my work is going to be good enough then i'm thinking okay well do i know how well do i know the material so how well do i understand what's expected of me so let me make sure that i understand it so it just makes me take a little bit extra time. So I'm, I do take extra time because then I'm like researching, okay, what is it exactly that they're expecting of me? And then, okay, let me make sure that when I'm working, I'm doing those things in line with the expectations for this project. And then, and then I'm thinking, <laughs> well, are they, is it gonna seem like I'm taking too long to complete this project and not so much the client because the way my husband and I work things is the work gets kind of funneled to me. Mm -hmm. And then, so when I, when I'm finished, I, compl I, I complete it and give it back to him and we work on like a tighter schedule. So he's not telling me, give it to me the day that it's due to the client. He's telling me, give it to, give it to me two weeks before it's due to the client, because mm -hmm. we want to turn it in early. And then I want to make sure that it's all good to go. So that's how we work. So then I'm thinking, is he thinking that I'm taking too long? My husband, um, returning it to him. So, so yeah. then I find myself in like that circle, you know, I'm like chasing my tail with these, like, is it good enough? Um, yeah. do you think those, thoughts? what do you think those thoughts are costing you? Um, time, mm -hmm. um, and peace. Mm-hmm because it, it's definitely a disruptor of my peace, you know? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, which is obviously, those are two really valuable things. Yeah. <laughs> um, time, peace, maybe even some focus, like, especially if you're in a meeting, right? Yeah. Thoughts are running, you're presenting or you're just even meeting a new, just one-on-one -on -one meeting and somebody new. And yet you've got this thought going through your head of, are they going to think that I'm, I'm good enough here? It would steal your presence. It might even steal like the power of your, um, uh, ability to connect with a new person. Right. I mean, yeah. Yes. So these thoughts, um, things like, am I smart enough? Are these other people going to think I'm good enough? Are they all day, every day? No, no, they're not. And that's, that's one thing. That's another area where I've, I've noticed improvement because I guess it used to be more frequently and it's not as frequent anymore. And I think that's probably a combination of me getting familiarized with a lot of parts of the job and a lot of parts of like projects that we routinely do. So becoming more familiar and, um, and so it, it's more, more far, like far and few between, but when it does happen, it can be, um, like, I think I had said in the email, like almost like kind of paralyzing. And so then that's where I'm just like, ah, oh, I have this mm -hmm. checklist of things I have to do, but mm -hmm. there's so much, and I don't know where to start. And then, so I'm just, so then I just do nothing, <laughs> which I'm like, that's like, it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. But yeah, I just, you know, find myself in that, in that space. And so, yeah, again, it's not, it's not very frequently, but it does still happen from time to time. Okay. I, I have some thoughts and questions about that, but I kind of want to know what the social, what comes up in social situations too, to see if it's mainly work and like overwhelm related, or if it's more of a limiting belief that's still there somewhere. So um, yeah, describe to me like a recent social situation where you had some of these thoughts and what those thoughts were. Um, let's see. I don't I'm trying to think when was the last time I was social. Oh, okay. We went to a wedding. Cause I know that I should be able to remember the last time we were social. Cause it's not very often anymore. Or these yeah, I know. It's COVID, right? We're like when was the last time I was yeah. people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so actually at the wedding, I didn't expect, that was like the first big social event that we went to. And I was actually, that's one thing where I noticed I thought about after and I'm like, wow, I'm proud of myself that I didn't allow the limiting beliefs that I would have previously, especially like meeting new people. Like we were friends of, of the uh, couple that was getting married. And so most of it was family there. And I think there was just one table of friends. So there was like eight of us and none of us knew each other. So we were meeting these other couples who were at the table and, um, and I was, I thought back after and I thought I'm proud of myself on the way I actually befriended one of the ladies and, um, and she, her and I had more conversation and, um, than I would usually be. So I thought, wow, I, cause I wasn't like in my head thinking like, Oh, is she like thinking, um, like, <laughs> I know it sounds so silly, but like dressed weird or is my makeup not like right. And I guess just, yeah. I don't know, typical women. Yeah. thoughts sometimes I hope, or I hope it's not just me, <laughs> um, but I was not, um, focused on those things. And so I guess after I thought, well, yeah, those things are kind of silly anyway. Why did I focus on those things before? Mm -hmm. So, um, 
and I guess then the other the other um, most recent like kind of social event was my husband and I went to this dinner and it was uh, with a colleague with one of our um, clients. And so there I was a little more stiff um, just because I was thinking like, okay, I, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to like drop my water or do something silly where I'm going to mm -hmm. do something, you know, that's going to be embarrassing or so, but still not at, so it was, I was a little bit more stiff for sure than what I, how I was at the wedding. And I don't know if that stems from like the sobriety though, too, because in social situations, I would use alcohol as a crutch yeah. to, to like loosen up yeah, and to not really um, yeah. like have those, like those thoughts wouldn't really like matter to me or be a thing if I was, um, if I was like that. So, and that's been, um, you know, that's been some time now too. So I'm even thinking like, well, is it still because of that? Because if that's been a while, mm -hmm. so why is that still hindering me? Yeah. Um, and I don't know, is, would it be something of like, because we really weren't very social for so long. Yeah. I mean, maybe all of last year and for the most part of this year. And then so I'm like, am I having to like readjust to like be social oh, again? Yeah. yeah. In some ways it's that. Yeah. So. I think we all got like a little too comfortable being at home alone. And then it's like, people, you make me nervous. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it's almost, yeah, I think it's pretty unhealthy actually the amount of, amount of time that everybody spent alone. So yeah, it's definitely a little bit of it is just that. And, um, you know, big picture, how do you, and not because this is how other women are, or because you think this is what successful is like, try to get words that you've read in a self-help book or like, even that I've said to you, like, try to get somebody else's picture of the perfect woman or the perfect businesswoman out of your head and just answer this question from your heart. But how do you um, wish that you were in those situations? What are some words that you want to describe yourself? And maybe some of them you already are. You're like, yeah, I am this and I am that. But the desire of your heart like, I want to be this kind of businesswoman, or I want to be this kind of friend. Just give me some words. Um, so joyful and talkative. And I guess just um, in like carrying myself in a way, like carrying myself in a respectable manner. Okay. Um, by respectable, do you mean that other people will respect you or do you mean like, uh, no, like, uh, like, like just like self-respectfully, you know, like, um, from the way, like my appearance, like, am I, um, like dressed appropriately and am I like sitting appropriately? I noticed myself in some, in some settings and at that most recent dinner that was smaller than the wedding. I mean, I found myself kind of just like sitting up like this most of the time and then after a little while I'm like why am I sitting like this the whole time <laughs> like I couldn't just relax and sit back in the chair mm -hmm. I tried to at one point but then the chair was kind of weird and I'm like no I don't feel comfortable like that so then I just kind of stayed like that and I don't mm -hmm. I don't know and then I'm thinking do I look like a statue right now because I'm just like you know sitting like just like super stiff and um not so much not so much in demanding or expecting respect from other people 
but more that I'm showing that I respect myself. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, do you? I do. <laughs> and I don't know why that I was like hesitant to answer. <laughs> I do. And that's another thing that is opposite of, um, you know, my, my habits or, um, yeah, the habits as when I did drink that would, I guess maybe that's why that's important to me because I know that that was like a, a side effect of when I did drink that my self-respect, um, like that, like caring about how I'm, um, carrying myself, like it wasn't really a thought. So I think it's, I don't know if it's more so a thought because I'm like, oh, well, I, I didn't think about that before. So now I want to overly think about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we don't have to so, figure out the whys really of the thoughts. Um, I don't think we have to figure out the whys. I think we just want to embody like, yeah, this woman that you say you want to be, which is joyful and relaxed. And you use the word talkative, but I wrote down the word relaxed or personable, present. Um, you want to get out of your head, right? <laughs> you yes. Want to out of yeah. your head and into the moment. Um, so I'm going to ask you just a few questions here. Do you think that you deserve a seat at the table that you're at, metaphorically speaking, in your business, with your friends? Do you feel like you belong in those places? Yes, I do. Awesome. Why? Because that's where God put me. I, I think that's what it kind of really comes down to, not because... Mm -hmm not so much because I'm like deserving, but because these are the positions like where God has placed me mm -hmm. um, with the people. I, I am pretty selective of, um, well, not selective. I mean, I do like my, my close friend groups are, um, I don't know, I guess they're just like, we, we share this bond of like faith. And so I know, and like the conversations we have, so I know that these are relationships that, that God has placed me in for a reason too. And, um, I mean, I don't mean that to say that I'm closed off to anything that's not completely, yeah. you know, like, oh no, that's not bonded. Or I don't see that being like, <laughs> um, you and know, in your business, like, your place of work, um, you feel like you belong for the most part not yeah we all have days where we're like oh man I gotta learn that skill <laughs> or I'm not good at that yet but in general that you have value to add that when people pay you guys they're getting what they pay for like in general you belong you're in general yes I do yes awesome. and that's that's one thing that I've had to look at and actually my my husband helped me with that too because I did tell him one time early on, like a long time ago, <laughs> that I didn't um, think that I was adding value. And um, that's one of the terms we use as like our company that we want to add value, like what we do, we want to make sure that adds value to our clients. And um, so he started pointing out all these different things that I do mm -hmm. for the business and that I wasn't like, I was overlooking these little things because I was thinking like, well, that's a small thing. Well, that's a small thing. 
Mm-hmm. And so as he started saying them and he's like, these, these, all, all these things add up to be like a huge thing. And mm-hmm. so, um, so I was thankful for that, that he helped me. And I think after that, it helped shift my mindset on like, I am valuable to, to our, our business and, and what we do and what we offer. So yes, they do. Yeah. Good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it sounds to me like your mind, you know, even your heart are, are, are pretty spot on. It, it could just be, I don't know. I mean, if this resonates with you, let me know. Is there anything hanging on from the past upbringing, education, um, things, guilt from before you were saved or whatever that just that Satan uses to try to convince you that you're not smart enough or you're not good enough, or you're not like, what might be some of those things that are just like, no, that's not who I am anymore. But yeah, they kind of replay they're, they're there a little bit. Um, yeah, I think there is something because it has come to my mind a few times. And, um, so it's just, it goes back to childhood on, um, not being, well, from my perspective, not being worth it for my dad to stay around. Right. So, so I think that's where that stems from of like, well, and, and I don't regularly think this. But sometimes when I have those thoughts of when, um, you know, what if I'm not smart enough or what if I'm not, Mm -hmm. um, you know, good enough to be in this social situation, um, I kind of recognize like, is that because I felt or I think I wasn't good enough? Like if I wasn't good enough then, then how am I good enough now? So I think that does still, yeah, mess with me sometimes. A little. I remember talking about that too. Yeah. (laughs) the first time. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So just practically speaking, I mean, what are, are you doing anything in your life in your quiet time? I mean, I know you're busy, but to really remind yourself of, yeah, these are the ways I'm contributing. This is what makes me a good friend. This is where God has put me just kind of those pep talks. Do you do that for yourself? Um, I I do probably not as often as I think would be um, beneficial for me, but I have. And um, like, if I'm on my way to the most recent, I was on my way to an in-person meeting for work and um, I was going to meet with people who I've never met with before and kind of just filling in for, for my husband on this one. But also I was familiar with what was going on too. And um, so thinking like, uh, I'm a little bit nervous, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm like, okay, but God, you put me here for a reason. Like I'm here in this space, in this spot. And so, and I know you're with me. And so, so that was a pep talk. That was probably the last time. And that was about a month or so ago um, when I was having those thoughts and specifically when I was like um, pep, pep talking myself. So awesome. So when is it paralyzing? when, when I feel, um, there's a lot to do and I don't know what to do, or maybe I'm just unclear on exactly what the expectation is, Mm -hmm. how to do something or how to accomplish something. And so, so that is mainly with work, with work stuff, with work related. And, um, we've been, thinking about like doing some, some new ventures as well. 
Mm-hmm. And so with some of that stuff, like I got like as far as um, some points and thinking like, oh, this is really going to work well. I can see how this is going to be a good thing. And then for some reason, it just kind of like I got distracted and, you know, got busy working on something else. And, and then to go back to it, then I'm like, okay, I need to go back to work on that project or that, um, that new venture. And I was like hesitant, like, uh, well, I don't know if that's going to work after all. So mm-hmm. that's where, and I'm still like that. Like I haven't pursued that since then because, and I'm using the excuse of like, well, I'm busy with a lot of other stuff, which I am, but I could make time. Um, I could make time. I know that, but it's almost like I'm afraid of it or just thinking like, oh, well, I don't think that's going to work. When I was thinking before, like, oh, it is going to work. It's a good program. It's something that's going to be good. But I don't know why now I'm just, I'm conflicted with it. So, Yeah, well, I don't think it's going to work is a very different thing than I'm afraid of it. Like, I don't think I can do it. You know, one of those things is obviously, mm-hmm. I don't think I have the skills to do this. Um, one of those is, you know, I've sat with it for a week or two. And now that the excitement's worn off, I don't think this. I actually don't think this is going to work. <laughs> Why waste? Yeah. I don't think it's going to work. And then there's a third realm too, which is this might actually work, but I don't think I can handle extra work right now. Mm-hmm. Do you see the difference between those? Yes. Which one do you think it is? So I think it's a little bit of um, I like don't know if I could handle it time-wise, like with like bandwidth of my time and the first one you said, which is, I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, because it is something that we've, we've gone over it for like kind of months. And so we've kind of gotten past the, it's exciting part okay. and even into the okay, it's not really exciting anymore, but we still know what's going to be a good thing. Um, yeah. And so, yes, but it's those, it's the first uh, doubt in myself being able to do it. And then doubting is like, oh, am I going to be able to make, like have the time for it in addition to the other responsibilities? Let's say you had no other responsibilities on your plate at all. It was like just, you know, husband, kids, there was like a magic clone of you who was doing all your other work and this new project was yours to launch. Now, do you think you could do it? Um, if so, not, yes. Tell me why. If not, tell me what's coming up. It's telling <laughs> you no. So yes, but it's the, um, it's so the, and self-doubt I see is where it's here because I want to say, yes, I could do it if I had the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I know I would still have that thought of like, well, pursuing something like more on my own, where I'm not under the umbrella of my husband's mm-hmm. degree and intellectual knowledge. Yeah. And, you know, and so, yeah, I, I feel like that's putting me out there. And, I'm, and I know that we've talked about that before too, about the doubt. And that's probably why the, am I smart enough? Because the you know, there's a little bit of that, like, yeah, I don't know if regret is the right word, um, but of not completing my degree too. And yeah. so thinking like, oh, that would have, like, if I would still have it and 
And I know that's um, like, it can be like, it's a legitimate concern, but it's also a thing of like, well, yeah. how do I prayerfully feel about this? And it is something I've prayed about. And it is something that I've like seen direction on mm. to do too. And so I've spoken with someone else about that. And they said, you know, if you had your bachelor's degree, you would be doubting yourself that you'd have your master's or something like that. Like you could doubt yourself into like, you know, past, um, you know, other expectations. So, yeah. so I've considered that too. And I guess I just, I kind of just ignore, not ignore it, but I just um, like, think like, okay, that's there, but I don't, I think I'm, I'm going to work on something else right now. You know, I, I like avoiding it. Avoiding so, what specifically? Avoiding the project specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you should avoid this belief or this question of, am I smart enough? I think I remember that came up when we worked before we worked through other things and you know, I could sit here and tell you, you are smart enough. You are capable enough. Like you can do, you've done X, Y, and Z. You can do X, Y, and Z. And all of that pep talk is true and feels good in the moment. You know, it's, it's like, oh, great. She just like spoke some truth over me and boosted my ego. But I do think it would create a lot of freedom for you and like a ton of confidence and forward momentum if you could get rid of that thought altogether. Like, am I smart enough? Um, and for the sake of time here, and because I think this is a one-off session, but if you wanted to have a few more, we could work through this more in depthly. So I'm just going to kind of like throw real ways that you can do this at you and real things you can think about. Okay. Okay. Um, am I smart enough? First of all, not everybody has the same IQ. Like it, there needs to come a moment where you accept who God made you to be. <laughs> I know that sounds negative and weird, but it doesn't do any good. Like if your husband is really good at math and you're not, if you think that's the standard of smart, okay, then you're going to struggle your whole life. Um, for example, I'm not great at spelling. I could put effort into spelling to become a better speller. And I probably like could or should or whatever, but like, I just know I'm, my intelligence is what comes really naturally to me are like in other areas. They're just in other areas. And and whether it's because of my education or because of the way God created my brain, you know, I can't just read a word and remember how it's spelled like some people can. It's, it's harder for me than that. Um, but that's okay. Like, it's just, it's okay. I mean, of course, I don't want to have a spelling error on, you know, a PowerPoint when I'm presenting. But even if I do, knowing... Um, that that doesn't mean I'm not smart. It just means I'm not great at that. And my intelligence is my skills, my giftings lie in other areas. So there's kind of two things that you can do here. And one of those things is really naming the things that you're great at. Like this is what I'm great at. I'm super disciplined. I'm super loving. I ask questions when I need to, I can learn super fast. Like I, I know you well enough to know, um, that when you set your mind to something, you do it, like you're so disciplined, you, you do learn, like you have the capacity and ability to learn, you ask questions, like these are the things that are, you know what I mean? And I'm sure I'm yeah. barely scratching the surface. And with that, and I, I know I've said this in a podcast, so I don't think it's repeating myself, but with that, you do make a list and you're honest with yourself about, I'm not great at this, like I'm not great at spelling, I'm not great at math. 
Um, I'm not great at uh, sometimes thinking on my feet in the moment or whatever. And then you look at that list and you say, okay, which, which of these can I actually grow in, right? Like we can, we can help ourselves learn and grow in certain areas to a certain extent. You know, if you're not um, somebody who's a math genius, there's pretty much nothing you can do to make yourself a math genius. That's just not who God made you to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so looking at that, looking honestly at the list of things that, you know, you feel like I'm not great at this. Um, and for some people it's, it's a very, it's, it's just a random list, but kind of embracing that list and, and honestly saying, are there any of these that are really worth going to school, uh, buying books, getting a tutor? like how, what, what of these would really set, even at my age, you know, at 40 years old, would it really set me free to like put some time and effort into learning X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. Um, and if not, then you just kind of accept it and be like, I'm not great at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it totally does. And it, it makes me think of how, um, yeah, you're right about what am I not good at? And then, okay, well, I can put effort into it. Some things, like you said, math, probably not so much. <laughs> um, but, um, and so if I'm willing to do the work, to learn those things or to get better at those things that I know I'm not good at, then that's fine. But if I'm not, then I'm kind of just complaining in essence about these things. And so, and that's one thing I've noticed lately. I'm like, I don't like to be a complainer. I don't want to be a complainer. So it kind of puts it in that perspective for me of like, well, if I'm, you know, self-talking and saying I'm not smart enough, then I'm really just complaining about something that I haven't put effort into. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you so, either, it's yeah. a waste of time. You either mm-hmm. fix it or embrace it. Yeah. You know, you fix the thing that, that is annoying you about yourself or your business or your intelligence or your skills, or you just embrace it and say, you know, either at this time in my life or who God created me to be, I'm not the best at X, Y, and Z. And obviously that's stuff we could work through too, as or you could talk to your husband or friends about, but like, if you make that list of these are the things I'm not great at, first of all, making sure that list is real and true, because you might have people in your life who go, excuse me, like you're awesome at this, you know, um, that doesn't belong on the not good at list. Or there'll be people who say, these are so small. Just having, having somebody else look at that list with you might help, um, mm-hmm. you know, just to make sure that it's like true. <laughs> and accurate. Yeah. Um, and then really, yeah, just continue all, and you're doing this. I'm so proud of you for this. I mean, your faith is just getting richer by the year. <laughs> Every time I interact with you, I'm like, I just love to hear how, you know, in the moment you're clinging to the Lord, but your worth, your value, the way God created you, like he did not mess up on you. And so it can be really hard as human beings to say, yeah, but you gave, you know, it's easier with stuff we can see. So like, yeah, but you made her super tall or you gave her blonde hair or whatever. And there might be areas in your life where it's like, yeah, but you made, you gave her this gift again. Isn't it only such a way it's like, it's such a waste of time to do that. It's such a, it's, it's a waste yeah. of peace it's a waste of your time and it is a waste of your gift and your skills to compare. 
So just kind of checking yourself on that too. Like, what do you mean? I'm not smart. Who am I comparing myself to somebody else? Am I not happy with the way God made me? Um, and kind of making sure on a spiritual level that you're like, I, I want to love myself as you've created me, God, because you know, you love me this way. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Thank you for that. Yeah. I'm taking notes too. I'm, I'm trying to like listen completely, but then I'm also take, I like, take a few notes in. too, as far as like the list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take it in. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, I always feel a little weird when I, when I say some of this kind of stuff, cause I don't want people to think I'm just stroking their ego, but you, you do have like a gifting and a presence about you. And, um, you know, I hope, I don't know that you're fully there yet, but I hope that you, I'm going to pray for you that you get to that point where you are able to, whether it's in a um, business setting or a social setting, offer your full self to the people in front of you. Because when we're worried about what other people think about us, we can't do that. We're in our own head. We're technically, we're being selfish when we're in our own head. Um, but your love for the Lord and your love for people, I, I know how you talk about your family and your kids. I know how much you love God. I know how much you've overcome um, you being able to just offer yourself to people to listen to them is going is gold. Like it's, it's what, I think it's what you crave. I think it's, you know, Jesus moving through you. And yeah, I mean, as I sit here and describe that, how close do you feel to that? Very close. Cause I think of yeah, situations that I've been in where people, like I kind of mentioned in the email of people asking me questions and I, I'm excited and I'm not thinking in my head about like, oh, if I say this certain thing a certain way, they're going to think I'm weird. I'm not at all worried about that. I'm just kind of, kind of flowing, but then like how I said, it's not super organized, <laughs> but after I leave those situations, I feel so fulfilled and like, that's exactly where I was supposed to be. That's exactly what I was supposed to say and do. And yeah, I just feel like walk away with this, just like mm. glow of like, like, yeah, like I just did that, you know? And, <laughs> and, and then again, I, and then I want to like humble myself too, because then I'm just like, not like, like how I mentioned, like, yeah, like I just did that, but not that I'm like great, but like God just used me, you know? And so, and like really just feeling that, Mm -hmm. like yeah that fulfillment of mm -hmm. I hope and I hope it helped I hope whatever I said was able to um is able to encourage the person who was asking uh, but then I also pray for them too because then I think mm -hmm. next time I speak with them if maybe they didn't do something that we talked about I don't want to be disappointed because I just want to say God that person's in your hands now and however you just used me just now mm -hmm. thank you on my part and, um, and so, yeah, so that's where, but yeah, what you just said is, I feel like, yeah, it's spot on and. So, and you're close to it. You yeah, sound good. And not, not only are you close to it, but you are actually having those moments, whether they're all the time or not, you are, mm -hmm. having them. you know what that feels like. Yes. Awesome. If you guys enjoyed that episode or you have questions, comments, suggestions, email me 
I check my email every day and I will respond to you. You can reach me at podcast at rebecca-ann.com. That's podcast at r-e-b-e-k-a-h-a-n-n-e.com. Drop me a line. I cannot wait to hear from you. And I might even read your email on the air. Also, don't forget to rate this show, review it, share it with friends. Let's keep getting this type of teaching out there into the world. I need your guys' help to do that. <laughs>